We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Excuse me, Sashir. Oh, oh, hi. I didn't, didn't, didn't see you there. Oh, well, I've been here for a minute. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's caught me off guard. Hi. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not paying attention to me. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. Yeah, I like saying it like that. It's fun. Happy Valentine's. We've never celebrated Galentine's together, I don't think. No, we sure haven't, because it's a sad holiday that single ladies made up to be like, we're okay, too! (laughs) Guess what? We're not. That's not a holiday for us. We just have to abstain! Stay inside and be sad! (laughs) Close your blinds! (laughs) Get in Turn bed. off the lights. <laughs> Don't look outside. The people are kissing. But I, <laughs> I guess I've never thought to like celebrate Galentine's with you because I feel like we just celebrate each other whatever. Right? Yeah. You sent me flowers the other day. It was so sweet. <laughs> I did. Because it was your... I. <sighs> I mean, I'm going to bring this up. I'm embarrassed about it because it said happy second day of work. And it came on a day that you weren't working because your first day happened and then you had two days off and your second day wasn't until it's not even it's not it wasn't. It's for okay. A minute. Hey, it's OK. And because I sent them and I said happy second. It's better that it happened <laughs> while, while I was home because no one would have been able to receive them. You would They would have been sent to an empty house and then. Maybe they would have gotten taken or rained on. So it's a good thing that it wasn't actually my second day at work because I would have been at work. Okay. okay? I guess it's you're good. right. Yeah. But I was, I'm was. i still deeply embarrassed about it. Don't be embarrassed. <sighs> I should have had it sent to your job. Put a new trailer. That's what I should have done. <laughs> I love that it's at my house because then if it's at my trailer, then I had to like lug flowers home with all my okay. stuff. I okay. think it happened 
perfectly. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, we celebrate each other all the time. And then yeah. we go on trips together. And they're very romantic. <laughs> you know, sometimes we're in honeymoon suites. <laughs> or we're, we have like a jacuzzi tub all to ourselves. <laughs> that was like in Costa Rica. That was like a pretty romantic room. Yes. Um, and no, but everyone was like sisters. Mm-hmm. Everywhere we go, people are always like sisters. And then when we went to Hawaii, I was like, no, wait, no, that was Miami where I was like, I proposed to her and nobody cared. But I think the problem with that is that you gave too many details that made it unrealistic. <laughs> you were like, uh, I proposed to her. We were on jet skis and I dropped the ring, but she said yes anyway. And I was like, they're not going to believe that. You're right. You're right. I got to keep it simple. Be like, this is the love of my life. I proposed one day. <laughs> and we'll go, oh, okay. Uh, you you cool. sound sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, honestly, Valentine's Day, I don't want to hang out with my girlfriends. I don't want to hang out with other friends. I don't, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. We should have a different day called Friendship Day. Hmm. And it should happen in April. It's not even related to Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Right? Where mm-hmm. you just like hang out with your friends and you go, friendship, friendship, everybody everywhere. Friendship, friendship, friendship. friendship. <laughs> everybody do your share. Friendship, friendship. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I recommitted my love to you recently. because I You did. I read this and book. And I thought you were breaking up with me. <laughs> I read a book called Stepping Off the Relationship Escalator. It's about like unconventional relationships that could be romantic or not or whatever. And just that it doesn't have to be like step by step. You date, you get married, you have kids. If you don't mm-hmm. want that, there's other options. And there's some parts in there about friendship, about how uh, sometimes we take the friendships that we have for granted or like sidestep them because we think they're not as important as the romantic relationships in our life and that's a that's an escalator uh mm-hmm. thought process and we don't have to it doesn't have to be that way if you don't want it to be that way it's for some partnerships uh sometimes the friendship is more important than your romantic relationship or whatever you can choose whatever you want um and so i read that and it made me think of you because when we met 1700 years ago (laughs) (laughs) back in the stone ages back in the stone dinosaurs (laughs) were roaming the the connection we had was like the deepest love i had experienced at that point and i feel like over time we've like gone in and out of that because of the romantic relationships that have been in our lives Mm -hmm. but i feel I, i was like you know I like the idea of not thinking about that and just like being like she's a priority because you are a priority in my life. And, you know, if romance is in there, that's great, too. But it doesn't have to be like move aside, Nicole. This is my, you know, this new person is my top priority or whatever, because you were here the whole damn time. Yeah, I'm not fucking going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, I started saying that. I was like, I read this book. It was talking about friendship. And you were like, are you bringing up with me? (laughs) And I was like, no, let me finish my sentence. (laughs) I got so scared that you were breaking up with me. And I was like, 
I can't believe she would do this over the phone. I can't believe she's in a different state <laughs> breaking up with me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was really distraught for a no. solid, like, 30 seconds, 20. I get distraught and, like, really emotional in spurts or, like, 10 seconds where I'm like, oh, no, my world. <laughs> but then um, it was funny you said that, and I was like, that's how I feel. Like, yeah. people will come in and out of my life, but, like, so she's a constant, and that's my person. Um, mm -hmm. and I said this to my therapist where I'm like, I love her so much. I, I don't want to like fuck her or nothing like that, but like, I just love her and I want to be near her at all times. <laughs> and my therapist, because there was, um, uh, I was trying to give you and your man some space once, and I was like, truly made up something in my head where I was like, so she needs space with her man, you know? Um, I'm going to just do that. That's like me being kind. And I said that to my therapist and she was like, well, did she ask for that? And I was like, no. And she was like, then why are you doing it? And I was like, I love her so much. I don't know. I just want her to be happy at all times. <laughs> Sometimes I think my therapist thinks I'm crazy. But she also, <laughs> no, she'll just be like, let's hold space for that. And every time she says, let's hold space for that, I'm like, did I overwhelm her? Is that too much? Why are we holding space? Why are we holding so much space all the time? So much space on this time. <laughs> so so let's hold space helped. and give me time to think about how to respond to this. <laughs> how to respond to this woman being obsessed with her friend. Um, but yeah, you're the most important relationship I've ever had in my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice because like... It's nice. I don't gotta do nothing. I just gotta show up. That's it. <laughs> You don't, you, expect, don't do you, don't, you don't expect anything from me. It's mm. not like we hang out and then I feel like, oh, I wasn't funny enough or mm. I wasn't entertaining enough. Like we can just sit and send each other memes yeah. and giggle and have a nice time. And I yeah. like that. Boy, oh boy, do I like that. <laughs> I like that too. I'm glad you didn't break up with me. I'm not sure what I would have done if you had. I can't, I can't imagine that. I just got so sad. <laughs> Don't think about, think about it. it. Don't think about it. It's not going to happen. I no. just got so sad. I was like, Did I, do I get on a plane? And I was like, but that's crazy. You can't do that. And to do like, what? To like, come to me? I don't know. If you broke up with me, I'd be like, are you sure? I don't know. You just show up at my doorstep like, give me another chance. Please be my friend. No. I don't know. That sounds insane. What would you do if I broke up with you? Oh, God. What would I do? I would be, maybe I'd be like, I would want some clarity. So I would, I'd be like, can you please explain what the heck's mm. happening? That's smarter than getting on a plane. Yeah, I wouldn't get on a plane immediately. And then maybe I would maybe I would hold space. Maybe I'd be like, you know what? Maybe she needs a moment to chill or like mm -hmm. process what's happening. And then if you were like, after a while, you're like, no, I'm absolutely certain <gasps> that you're not my friend anymore. Then maybe maybe I would get on a plane. I hate this conversation. You yeah. said something that I hypothetically would say, and I gasped at that. <laughs> I hate this. This is bad. Okay, I don't want to talk about it anymore. You're my friend forever. You'll never... In fact, the other day, I said, 
can we die together? And you said, are you trying to commit suicide with me? I said, no, in our old age, can we just get on a lot of boats? So like, we'll be together if a boating accident happens. Yeah, because you were like, if one of us dies for the other, it'll be really hard for the other person. So we have to figure out a way to die together. (laughs) I mean, I, I guess... I guess if we both die in a <laughs> boating accident, it'd at least be fun on the way out. Yeah, we'd have a great time. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, there was food there. Mm, we love that. We love food on a boat. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what I need from our next vacation. Mm. Something in between the speedboat we were on in Bahamas and then the dolphin-watching, snorkeling boat we were on in Hawaii. And I think the in-between is we have to rent a yacht. Just like fully rent a yacht and be like, here are the things we'd like to do on this yacht. Because Mm -hmm. I felt like we were rushed on all of them. Yeah, we need our own yacht and captain so that we can just chill and take our time. Yes. But then I was like, should we invite more people? But that didn't go well last time. Mm. It is hard because we haven't... (laughs) We keep trying to audition people to be good travel buddies with us. And we have yet to find anyone who's met the magical combination. We really haven't. That's really Except for Tess. Funny. Tess. Tess is in. Tessie's good at traveling. Mm-hmm. She's a very good time. Maybe we'll get on the yacht with Tess. Yeah. <laughs> no more? Just the three of us? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of anybody else. I was like, um, okay. I can't think of anyone else. But maybe like... Maybe Mateo? But wait, you just told me Mateo can't swim. Yeah, that's what he told us. He can't swim. I mean, I'm sure he would still enjoy a yacht, but he won't yeah. swim. No. It's wild. You know who I keep thinking about from our trip? That little boy Hudson. I'd like to know where Hudson is right now. And I mean, I doubt that his parents listen to the podcast. If anyone knows of a little boy named Hudson who went to Bahamas, over New Year's with his family, please let me know if he's okay. I just can't stop thinking about him and how everyone kept yelling at him. Do we really need someone to call the podcast to give us a, a check-in on a child? <laughs> I don't know how I feel I about that. I hate when you say things like that because that sounds really creepy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, there's nothing like actually illegal or wrong about it. It's just like, do we really want someone to call in and be like, yeah, I do know that kid. And here's an update on his life. Okay. All right. Listen, sometimes things got to be said out loud for you to go, that's not it. And you're right. That's not it. In my brain, it was just an innocent little, I know Hudson's family. They're nice people. (laughs) He's thriving. (laughs) What about worst case scenario? They're like, yeah, I know that family. They're constantly yelling at Hudson, making him do things he doesn't want to do. And he's always complaining and asking for help. (laughs) And we're just trying to emancipate Hudson. Thank you for bringing attention to Hudson. Yeah, this court case is taking a really long time. Maybe with the publicity of this podcast, we can really help Hudson get a new family. (laughs) All right, you're right. Don't don't ask around about Hudson. (laughs) Leave him alone. (laughs) Oh, my God. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies. 
including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes. It's possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I'm tired of the coldness. Can I just say that? Yeah. I I would like the warmth to come back. Yeah. Same. But I know as soon as it gets super warm, I'm going to be like, I wish it was cold again. I'm just Mm. sick of it. Sick of it. Just sick of it. Sick of it. Yeah. Ooh, all my paintings are here. Oh, all 500 paintings that you got? (laughs) I bought 32 paintings for my home. Mm -hmm. Which is... Too much. They're all in the in my living room, and I was like, I think, I think I did too much. I uh, like I can't even visualize you having that much wall space because you already have stuff on some of your walls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was. I wasn't thinking when I did it. I was just like, I'll get this and this, and yeah. and it was on Cherish, and they were only two hundred dollars. Some mm-hmm. were three hundred. 
Mm -hmm. I think I only bought two things more expensive than my pig painting. Truly, my pig painting is one of the most expensive things in this house. It's really funny. And I won't show it to anyone because it's mine. Mine alone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have paintings in your house? Not up. (laughs) I have some paintings that I've I've like acquired over years. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I keep looking at them and I'm like, do I just need to reframe these or do I not connect with them anymore? I can't tell if I like mm. outgrown or like just like don't relate to these paintings anymore. And then anytime I do see art that I really like and connect with, I ask how much it is. And I'm like, I'm not paying that. <laughs> so, yes, I don't know. So, some of it was like $8,000 for yeah. one painting. And I get it. Like. Um, I would like to be paid for my talents as well. Mm-hmm. But boy, oh boy, is that expensive. And then I found out that some of it is like prints and they're not even like original pieces that are $8,000. I was like, wait, I'm getting a replica mm-hmm. and it's that much money? <laughs> Y'all have lost your minds. That's wild. <laughs> Y'all have lost your minds. Mm-hmm. But I got a lot of vintage stuff, like a lot of... Uh, stuff from like the 80s and stuff and then i found a lady who paints and i had i commissioned something from her that's Mm -hmm. a little bit more expensive and then a bunch of like old stuff that was original to uh i don't know i guess people found from cherish and stuff i don't know Mm -hmm. we'll see what it looks like when i put them all up all 32 of them i can't wait did you figure out what to do with that sonic rug (sighs) no just it's just here is it on the floor at least it is on the floor <laughs> i love it when you pick it up it's so small it's really cool but it's, it's just so like small. it's not functional no and it's just like in my office and <laughs> i just like look at him and i'm like why are you so small <laughs> But then I was like, what was I thinking? Where was I going to put a Sonic rug? Like, I have a pretty strong aesthetic, and it's not Sonic rugs. It is pretty out of place. (laughs) Your whole house. Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane. But I was like, you know what I got to do? Buy a Sonic rug. And it was expensive. So I thought it was going to be like an area rug. I thought it was going to be so much bigger. (laughs) Well... I got that little Sonic rug that's, I don't know, it's like a foot tall. It's so small. It's very funny. And here's another thing. Mm-hmm. Who reads measurements when you're ordering things? I ordered a painting. It was $85. I said, what a deal. I opened it. It was like five by five. And I was like, what? Is this a painting for ants? This is so small. Who? Why? It's so small. Oh, five inches by five inches? Yes. <laughs> Actually, maybe it's like three by five. It's so, it's like, it's like a post-it. And Hmm. I feel like it should have been like, warning, warning. Look at the, (laughs) look at the dimensions. Red alert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh well. There's like, um, occasionally I'll see a picture of someone buying something on Amazon and it's, and they get like a really tiny replica of the thing Mm -hmm. or like, or just like, picture of the thing and i'm like how how are they able to get away with that 
<laughs> I don't know. A friend of mine, um, you know him, but he bought a thing of creatine and the picture on Amazon was a big thing, like a big canister. And when it came, it was like a doll size canister. It was so small and it made me laugh so hard. Have you ever seen Emily Heller's tweet about the the mat she bought on Amazon? Oh, yes. That was a piece of paper, right? It was like a foam thing where they printed a picture of the mat on the foam thing. <laughs> Insane. God, it made me laugh so hard. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. What other stuff are you going to buy for your house? Or are you done decorating for now? I think I'll just wait till I get back home. Fair. But I do need things on the wall. Is that it? I don't think I really have other needs, really. As far as, like, decor. Well, you did a good job of, like, decorating it as soon as you moved in. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I was worried that I was never going to ever make money again, so I didn't decorate <laughs> for a very long time. Well, I, like, went to estate sales like it was my job and just would go <laughs> every weekend and get stuff. And then I was, like, pretty quickly full. Yeah, and you did such a good job. John Milheiser, my old roommate, John Milheiser, he, every time there's an earthquake, posts this video that he made where he walks into the living room and it's a tray of cups and he goes, who wants cups? And then he's like, whoa! And then the cups go flying. It's really funny. And he recorded that in the uh, the TV room when I first got the house. Mm-hmm. So it like, it looks so weird and different. There's no wallpaper. Oh, there's yeah. like a weird bookcase that's now in my office. Uh, the color is this awful, awful, like beigey color because I didn't change anything for such a long time. I can't believe I lived in it looking like that. Ew, yuck. Too. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day I'll paint. Most of the walls are white and like there's like a couple accent walls. Mm-hmm. And then the. Dining room is still like a mint green, like it was when I moved in. But I I would change the color of the fun room, which is my TV room. Yes. Like a pink salmon? The curtains are pink. Oh. But the walls are green. Oh. The walls are green and there's like wallpaper. And it's like good for now. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eventually I would want to change that to whatever I want because it's just what the previous owner had. Mm hmm. It is. Okay, so I've been sucked into a realm of Instagram where I watch people take old cabinets and nightstands and dressers and they like sand them, take the veneer off and then paint them. And there's so many that I was like, why not restore and put a stain on it? What is so pretty sometimes? Yeah. And I say this as a woman who I do have a like a painted look lacquer uh, cabinet in my house, but some things are, I'm like I don't know. Not everything should be painted. Yeah, you sent me one where it had like a maybe like a fan design on it or something, yes. and someone filled it in, just like made it yes. like smooth, like flush. And I was like, why are you taking away the character of this thing? That sucks. I feel like that's everything now mm. like architecture it's all these little boxes that look alike yeah uh furniture is all like very like minimalistic and all looks the same i watched this lady she was like they told me not to but i did it she painted her whole staircase white 
and it was this beautiful wood. It was beautiful. And it was like a craftsman. So it was like a ton of wood around it as well. Um, so she painted the windowsills white. Everything was painted white. And I was like, then why did you buy a craftsman with so much wood in it? If you just wanted a white house, don't buy a craftsman. Leave that for mm-hmm. somebody who wants a craftsman. I was so mad about this craftsman. So mad. I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't like a lot of renovations. I think they're really, really bad. Yeah. It would be nice if it, yeah, if they can retain some some of the original feel. Character. Character. Would just stay. Yeah. I would like to pitch to HGTV. Obviously, I, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. But I would like a show where they take away all the weird shit that people do to houses Hmm. and then, like, find the tile in the bathroom that was original and, like, shine it up and shit. Because that's That's another thing I've uncovered on Instagram where people just lay tile on tile. So if you go deep enough sometimes, you'll find the original tile. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I watched one video where there was three layers of tile over this beautiful 1920s Art Deco tile. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Instagram be serving it to me. But I guess it's like, you know, there's different trends and people are probably like, oh, this art deco is so out of style, even though today we're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Please yeah, use it. I guess. But I'm like, there's lots of timeless things. Mm-hmm. You know? You know? You know? I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. 
Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Real quick, Nicole, would you like a nacho update? (gasps) Yes, Nacho, Nacho, Kimmy's Nacho Corner. Oh, this would be a cute segment. Um, <laughs> so I scoured for specifically ground beef, like taco meat nachos. Yes, and you're yes. like, better to find than you think. But I actually found two places in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, there are probably way more. It's just like tricky to tell with websites. I'll uh, send you both of these. But the two places I want to shout them out. Sky's Gourmet Tacos, which is kind of okay. Um, and they do a really nice classic ground beef nacho. Uh, I called them to confirm and they confirmed over the phone. Wow. Uh, I just, I wanted to know. And then the second one, they have one in like Venice Beach and then another one in mid cities called Plancha Tacos. And they do a ground beef. They were listed on Eater, <gasps> a ground beef nacho. So I'm going to send you Thank both. Thank you. I can't believe I have to go to the West side for this. I know, but it is within an hour. So I did try to keep it. It is. <laughs> it is. Thank you, Kimmy. the best Kimmy. ones were in really far south. And I was like, shoot. So um, I hope you have a nice Valentine's Day eating nachos. Mm-hmm. Or I hope you did by the time this comes out. <laughs> well, when this comes out, I will have worn my red dress and eaten my nachos. And shunned people on dates and 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 hit them and spat at them oh my god <laughs> you're a menace push them down oh no and said, how does your love feel now <laughs> just kidding yeah. people deserve love if you're in love like whatever it's nice for you <laughs> did that sound nice and sincere no <laughs> okay i'll try again isn't it nice that you found love and stuff and you're showing it off that sound nicer Uh, sure (laughs) thank you i'm afraid to make you do it again (laughs) okay do you want to pick this one okay i know what phenomenal movie wedding dress you should wear based off the fantasy love life you craft honestly that's the one i was looking at too nice yeah (laughs) okay what would be your partner's career? A college professor. Professor? <laughs> a uh, college professor. A DJ. A fashion designer. Nurse. Um, these are wild professions. Um, he can't be a college professor because I don't want them fucking students. DJ, you're oh out God. too late at night. Nurse, you might bring home the sick. Fashion designer, you can make shit for me. Fashion designer, final answer. <laughs> um, I think I would say college professor. For some reason, there's something very romantic about that. I feel like there's a lot of mm. male love interests in romantic comedies who are college professors. And I think you're right. Yeah, I want someone smart. And I would just hope that they would, would not f- fuck their students. <laughs> I mean, one can only wish and hope. Where would your wedding take place? Historic manor house. A zoo? (laughs) Favorite restaurant and bar? (laughs) 
Yeah, I want to get married right next to this elephant taking a huge dump. <laughs> um, a city loft. Okay. Mm. Can't have it at a historic manor house because I watched this movie called The Invitation where this girl goes to this historic manor house and it turns out that it was not what she thought it was going to be. I didn't want to ruin it in case you you go see it. Okay. The zoo, I don't want animals dumping on my dress. I'm not getting married in a bar or a restaurant. I will get married in a city loft. Final answer. Hmm. These are like not... So <laughs> true. You don't want to get married next to a giraffe? <laughs> I may not know, but I <laughs> <laughs> it would be an interesting choice. Maybe I'd say favorite bar or restaurant. Okay. Cause then you could like have fun a fun little like reception after too. Okay, fair. Dream okay. honeymoon destination. Glass pyramid and dog sled and lapland. Okay. What are all those words together? Wildlife pyramid. <laughs> I don't know what, what glass pyramid is either. But and I guess it's just there's like a lot of snow. Is it like the glass onion in Lapland? <gasps> we Ooh, we watched pretty. glass onion. That is pretty. Oh my god. Ooh. So you get to live in a pyramid glass? Where's Lapland? I believe it's North Sweden. I could be wrong. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. I do want to go to Sweden. This is really pretty. This is pretty. Might be too cold, though. Definitely too cold for me. Uh, wildlife cruise to the South Pole again. Also cold. cold. Tour of Egypt. Cooking lessons in Italy. What do you think, Sashir? I'm going to say Egypt. That sounds pretty cool. That does sound cool. For the sake of being different, I'll say cooking lessons in Italy. I just won't go to mm-hmm. Rome. I'll go to a different part of Italy. Okay. Pick your joint wedding gift. A pottery wheel. Kitchen appliances. Bookcases and gift card to help fill it. Matching watches. Who did I invite? Mm. These guests suck. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I guess I need kitchen appliances. But a pottery wheel sounds cool. You don't cook. Nor do I do pottery. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to choose pottery wheels so I could reenact ghosts with my future partner. Mm, you should do that. I'm going to say kitchen appliances so that I just have them so someone could cook if they wanted to in my home. Okay. All right. I like that. Mm-hmm. Matching watches? Like, who wants that? Haven't we moved past, like, expensive watches? Who wants a watch? Well, they say expensive. They said matching watches. Who wants a watch? Haven't we moved past watches in general? You have a watch. <laughs> I do? Oh, yeah. I never wear it. It's an <laughs> Apple watch. <laughs> You're right. And I never wear it. Which feature would you want for your dream home? Lots of bedrooms to have a family. Ugh. A home gym. Ugh. Plenty of space to roam and privacy. Music room. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I love plenty of space to roam and privacy. Yeah. And I don't need a music room. I'm not, like, making music. I certainly don't want a home gym. I would love lots of bedrooms, but I don't want a family. (gasps) 
Family don't have to be people. Family's whatever you make it to be. Shoes are my family. Lots of bedrooms to have a family. <laughs> Shoes are my family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because I I don't want like children or anything. Yuck. Yuck. Ugh. This year, have you like actually thought about having kids? I guess I I have thought about it. I had like a really in depth thought session about it. Okay, and it was really upsetting. What happened in this thought session? Oh, I like really thought about it. And I was like, oh, I have no intentions of ever changing my lifestyle to accommodate a human that's little and stuff. And like, does it doesn't like deserve to be in my life? Deserve <laughs> to be in my life. I mean, they don't. They're in my life because of circumstance. Like I gave birth to them. So they have to be in my life. And like, that's not how I want any of my friendships to begin. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want the other person to have autonomy and, like, be able to, like, make a choice. <laughs> I want this child to choose to be in my life, okay? I don't want you to feel, like, attached to me or you owe me something. I want you to just exist. And if you want to be in my life, come, come see me. <laughs> yeah, more or less, yes. And that's, like... After I got super deep in that thought process, I was like, oh, I think I'm one of those people that really shouldn't have a kid. Mm. I don't think people who have kids think about things like that. They're not, <laughs> they don't think about their child making the choice as to whether or not they want to be in their life. Absolutely not. Yeah. And it's like, it's a fucking baby. Like, it can't make a choice. And that's like another problem I have. You can't tell me you're hungry, <laughs> bitch, grow up. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Grow up, learn some words, and tell me what's up. Yeah, these are all big points. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I can't do this. I can't ever. And I was like, no matter how, like, my little desire for a baby, because, like, I don't know, every time I see a baby, I'm like, yum, 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 yum. But as soon as I hold that baby and I go home, I'm satiated. Like, that's all my body wants is, like, to be near a baby for a little bit. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I just have to remember that. Like, it's not a permanent thing. I would yeah. be a bad mom, and I know it. Okay, what would the first party you host after getting married? What? What would be the first party you'd host after getting married? A karaoke party. Gingerbread house decorating contest. Video game tournament. Backyard fire. <laughs> and cookout. <laughs> <laughs> a backyard fire. <laughs> Guys, I'm lighting my backyard on fire. Come over. Yeah, that's definitely like a divorce party. <laughs> yeah. We're lighting this bitch on fire. We hate each other. Um, honestly, a karaoke party. I love karaoke. Yeah. I I think I would do a backyard fire and cookout. That sounds nice to me. That does sound nice. And again, I would have the appliances for someone else to do the cooking, <laughs> but I would not. Smart. And finally, choose a project to do with your partner. Research your family trees. Couples dance lessons. Build tiny house to take on road. Camp in New Park every summer weekend. Are these ones missing, mm. like, words? Camp yes. in New Park every summer weekend. <laughs> Build tiny house to take on road. <laughs> um, ugh. I'm not feeling any of these. I'm not either. Um, maybe I do dance lessons. That'd uh, be fun. I'm gonna have to do the same. Mm -hmm. 
Because, yeah. No. Because Yana. <laughs> this is Nicole. Yes! Mm-hmm. Yes! What is this quiz? Oh, the the wedding dress you get. <laughs> yeah, which phenomenal movie wedding dress you should wear based on the I... fantasy love life you craft. Okay, I just got excited because I saw Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City, but I forgot why we were yeah. Okay, so this only dress... Wait, this only dress perfect... What? This only dress perfect for a style queen like you. Am I crazy? That's worded insane, right? That is. I think someone quickly wrote this quiz. <laughs> they quit. They like, were fired. Where the fuck is this quiz? And they're like, ah! <laughs> Just feverishly typing. <laughs> is that good enough? <laughs> they're like, yeah, whatever. It's BuzzFeed. We're getting defunded anyway. Publish it. Who cares? <laughs> this only dress perfect for a style queen like you. Wow. Okay, Very got it. So it's Carrie Bradshaw's Vera Wang dress from the first Sex in the City movie where, spoiler, something happens and she doesn't quite get married in the dress, but she does get to keep the dress. It is strapless. It is, arc- it's like pointed, pointy angles on the bustier. Um, there's a veil. I believe there's a bird on the veil, um, but you can't see that in this picture. But yeah, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's like an off-white creamy color mm. and this is the sheer mia thermopolis from <laughs> the princess diaries 2 this traditional romantic dress for perfect for your <laughs> traditional style <laughs> did this get translated from something else is this like a, a, a like a busby from overseas that that's really funny English. this traditional romantic dress for perfect you for your traditional style oh boy they use traditional twice and four uh-huh. right uh-huh. <laughs> but the that's... dress is like uh really lacy at the top looks like a, it's like a uh, strapless white dress with lace on top that goes over the sleeves and then like loopy lace for a really long veil and the tiara on top. Made for a princess. I guess I didn't see the Princess Diaries too because I had no idea that Mia Thermopolis got married. News to me. <laughs> it was a royal wedding. She married for time. What? Oh, goodness. No, no, no. What? She actually doesn't marry him <gasps> in the movie. I thought she, she marries Chris Pine. No, so there, there's a twist at the end. Am I going to... Spoilers. Sorry. There's um, a third one coming out. So I think the third important. one is maybe them finally going. But mm-hmm. how the second one goes is that she's actually not engaged to Chris Pine. Chris Pine is trying to take the mm. the royalty crown from her because they're uh, his family is saying that it's actually... Hit, he's supposed to be king or whatever prince. Oh no! They fall in but, love when she's supposed to marry someone else. Yeah, so she cancels oh. the wedding with the one guy who's very sweet, this poor guy. But they're like, no, nah, this isn't a match. She falls in love with Chris Pine, but they're like, not, not, not. We're not getting married. So they're just kind of dating at the end of the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate that. Thank I really you got that. that wrong. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad another one's coming out. A third one? Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I love that Hollywood's like, hey, these actors are still acting. Let's use them. <laughs> yeah, you let's know? use them. Let's throw them in this thing that you know you love. What's that You looked 20 years ago. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, people love Top Gun and they love this new Top Gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I can think of right now. <laughs> I was trying to think of something too. I don't Whoa. know. But there's so many. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. So many reboots and whatnot. Charlie's Angels. Um, can I just show you? So I got like a a desktop and sometimes mm-hmm. I have to plug in my mouse to charge it, I think. Mm-hmm. This is how you plug it in. I can't use this. <laughs> Why would they do that like this? <laughs> it plugs in from the bottom? Are you kidding, Apple? So you have to like lay it on its side? <laughs> I guess. Really Why would they do that? Why would they do that like this? Yeah, it should be like, it should be able to lay flat yes. and then you plug it into like, Yes. The outer part, the side part. Yeah. Wild, wild, wild. Weird. Very upsetting. Weird move, Apple. Also, it's a mouse. So it's like, you got to put it, you got to give it a tail. Yeah. If I ever saw a mouse where a tail came from the bottom, (laughs) I'd be like, this mouse is sick. From directly below its (laughs) belly. (laughs) This this mouse is shitting out its tail. It's not well. Not good. Should we help people? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Here is a question from a listener. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Sashir. Hi, Timmy. Hi, Jordan. Um, I'm calling with a silly friend question, but it's kind of a big deal. Uh, first of all, I love you guys very, very much. Um, and I'm nervous and excited to talk to you. Anyway, moving forward. So, my 30th birthday is coming up. Uh, big love. I normally don't get excited and celebrate because my birthday's on a holiday during this time of year. And, uh, but this year I decided to kind of do something because COVID's been rough and things are sad. Da, 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 da. So I am a big old butt fan. That matters. <laughs> and I have a really diverse group of friends and I love that. And some of them are in, um, bisexual relationships with hetero, like, pairings some of them are gay some of them are also lesbians some of them you know all across the board my issue is that i have this friend who i love very very much but she's in a she's fully straight and her husband is one of those came from a white evangelical family and um so he's not exactly the most tolerant person like I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and believe that he's trying and he's trying to grow. Um, but there's times where he really like says things and I just, I put up with it a lot for her, but this is my first day and I don't really want to put up with that. Sorry. What's the problem? Um, so I've invited all my friends to my birthday. Sorry. And, um, I've invited, you know, like in the group chat, people are like, Oh, can my, you know, this part, my partner come or this. I'm like, yes, of course. And now, I'm in the situation where he may come and most likely will, but I don't want him there because again, this is, I very rarely make situations about me and I don't want to have to endure that on my birthday, especially because I've kind of started seeing someone for the first time in a long time and I'm very excited and she's meeting everybody. Uh, exciting, but I don't want him to damper on that. And I really don't want him to like make her uncomfortable or myself or any of her other friends who are in different relationships because, like, he's not friends with most of these people. He doesn't interact with them. So I don't really want to suggest that. So I guess let me boil it down. How do I invite my friend and also make it clear he's not invited? 
while being kind and polite and not rude, but also at the same time firm because he's kind of nudged his way into other events that we've hosted that it was kind of clear he wasn't invited to. Anyways, long message. I just need some help. I don't want him there. (laughs) Thank you so much. Please help me. Bye. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You got to make this party as gay as possible. So he won't even <laughs> want to come. Make it the gayest fucking birthday party you can think of. So he's like, ew, I wouldn't want to come to that. And then all your friends will have a blast. <laughs> yeah, that's say, one option. Say, say it's at a sex party. <laughs> yeah, a raunchy, nasty sex party where everyone's going to be painted rainbow. <laughs> and, 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 and drag queens are <laughs> running the door. <laughs> and... and uh, you have to take poppers when you enter, and I don't know. <laughs> no, that was a lot. You knew a lot. Thanks. You're welcome. I think, realistically, you gotta say, since your boyfriend isn't really, like, friend friends with the group, I'm keeping it to just, like, friend friends of the group. Oh, but how heartbreaking. Oh, is that mean? I don't know. I guess I don't know how close that friend is. Who has the partner we don't like? Because mm-hmm. if you told me I couldn't bring my partner because I'm only bringing friend friends, I'd be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not, you don't think you're friends with my partner? That sucks." Oh dang! Oh, I didn't even think of it like that. You know? Um. Ooh, see, this is okay. Here's why it's tough because it, there are some partners going. Yeah. If it was like a no partners, just you guys, mm-hmm. then you'd be like, "Sorry." No partners, but some partners are coming. So, and I'm sure the, the person who called likes some of those partners. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no, there's no blanket. Lie. 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 <laughs> Lie and say that it's non-partners. And then when that friend comes and there are partners there, be like, I can't believe it. This is crazy. I can't believe it. I said. I told them not to bring. I said no partners. <laughs> but didn't they, didn't the caller say. That there was a group chat where people had been asking about partners and ah, shit, the yeah. caller already said yes to that. <sighs> so this, yeah, yeah, the yeah, friend yeah. already probably knows that people are bringing their partners. Mm. Why? I can't remember what the caller said they didn't like specifically about the partner. That they've, I guess they have said things in the past. Oh, yes. That yes, were yes, like yes. off co- color to people mm-hmm. in the group or maybe her specifically. Maybe bring that up with your friend. I mean, that's a hard thing to be like, hey, your partner said this to me and it made me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know what past that to say. Because, like, like, he made me really uncomfortable. Can you not come to my party? Like, that sound that feels pretty. Whether it's your party or not, that conversation probably does need to happen at some point in time. If this is a person that you want to keep in your life. Mm -hmm. And if their partner makes you uncomfortable you probably would over time withdraw from that friend anyway which sucks because it's not your friend it's your friend's partner mm-hmm. but if your friend's unaware of this then there's nothing that can be mm. done mm-hmm. but if you did say yeah this like i would love to hang or see you more often but your partner has said x y and z and made me uncomfortable and makes me feel like scared to actually invite them in group situations where other queer friends are there then maybe your friend will be like oh shit let me talk to him or 
okay, he can't come, he won't come to the birthday party, but I'll figure I'll figure out mm-hmm. what we're gonna do about this going forward. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. I think the talk the talk needs to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. Solve. Solve. Mm-hmm. Should we do one more? Yeah. It's an email. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. You guys are amazing. And I'd love to get your thoughts on this issue I'm having. I'm a lesbian and I have a friend group that's primarily queer women and non-binary people. It's a newish friend group, but we've been getting closer over the past year and still getting to know each other's quirks. One member of this friend group, we'll call her Gertrude, is bisexual and has a cishet boyfriend. But she's not fully out, including to him, and she seems to be scared to tell him. I've gotten the impression that she hasn't spent a lot of time with other queer people prior to this. When we all hang out, me and another queer person in the group bring our partners, also queer, and we invite Gertrude to do the same. Gertrude brought her boyfriend to one gathering, and he seemed to not have a good time. I felt like multiple of us tried very hard to include him in the conversation, but he just would not open up. Gertrude told us later that he felt weird being the only guy there and didn't feel included, and he hasn't come to hang out with us since. Later, she made a comment about how he feels like an outsider because we're a group of mostly lesbians. This kind of seems weird from all angles, right? He's not the only cishet dude I hang out with, but he's the only one that apparently can't make conversation <laughs> with women <laughs> and queer people. It's not like we only talk about being gay. I also think she may feel some type of way that other people in the group are able to bring our partners to hang out, but she feels like she can't. But that's not for lack of us welcoming him. And also our partners that do come to hang out get along really well with everyone. So it doesn't feel right to saying they can't come. I don't think that's what Gertrude wants either. Have either of you experienced anything like this before? Any input would be greatly appreciated. I haven't really experienced that before. Anytime I've met someone's partner who's like not a comedian or like not in the community, they're like pretty cool and chill (laughs) because they're with someone who's like in our circle or whatever. Um, I don't know. This dude... It's kind of funny that he's just like, I'm the only man here. And I, oh, well, who's going to talk about sports with me? I'm like, I don't know. Any of the lesbians there. Like, right? Like, yeah, I'm sure you can find some woodworking uh, sports. I, it, like, you can, you can find some common ground somewhere. Yeah. Seems insane that a straight man's having trouble with, like, queer women, which sounds very blanketed that, like, queer women and men are the same. I'm just saying... If a gr- if there's a group of people and this man can't find one person to talk to, mm-hmm. throw him away. Yeah. Yeah. I, that sounds like the guy's problem. Because yeah. I've been with straight men who had no problem talking to gay people or queer people mm-hmm. at all. Like, it just, yeah, that's, uh, it sucks. That's unfortunate for your friend, for Gertrude, who is with a guy who... Just like on a base level, you should just be like, I'm going to make an effort to be friends with my partner's friends. Like, I'm going to like, you don't have to be best friends, but I'm going to like try to find some common ground because we, you know, I want to have group hangouts, da, 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 da. These, these are the people she likes in her life. Mm-hmm. And I'm in her life. I should try to get along with them. But to be like, I don't, I can't, like, what? I'm the only guy, which also is not true. It sucks. Here's what they should do. Okay. Ask Gertrude all of her boyfriend's favorite things <laughs> and throw a favorite thing boyfriend party. And if he doesn't have a good time, 
and can't find anyone to talk to about his favorite things, throw him away. <laughs> Gertrude has to throw him away, too. We got to throw this man away. I don't like this mm-hmm. man. I really don't like him. Mm-mm. We don't like him. He's bad. We got to throw him away. Yeah. It just also, yeah. It, this. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think this is also a non-problem for our friends. Like, this man can't figure out how to hang out with y'all. Y'all seem like a nice, fun time. Eh, sorry about it. His loss. It's his loss. Yeah. And I think it's like, always make, make sure Gertrude feels like her partner's invited. I think that's like a nice thing, especially if you, like, he hasn't done anything. He's just like a little awkward or whatever. So like, yeah, if you want to bring him, bring him. If not, you don't have to, but we're always more than welcome to have him. And maybe the more he hangs out, the more he'll fucking relax and learn how relax. to fucking talk to people. Because maybe it's like a lack of familiarity. Maybe it's like, maybe he just hasn't oh. been around queer people much at all in his life. So maybe the more he hangs and more is like, oh, they, they like stuff. Like, I, they also like nachos. Like, I like nachos. They're people just <laughs> like me. <laughs> Okay, this is fun and good. I hate this man. He sucks. Throw him away. <laughs> that is my, uh, those are my thoughts. Throw him away. Yeah. And after he gets thrown away, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. You don't need to let me know that he got thrown away. I'll hear him go in the trash. You can email Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or you can call, text, or leave us a voice memo at 424-645-7003. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Listen, we have transcripts for our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at earwolf.com. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. And remember, if there is a straight guy in your life who doesn't know how to talk to people, throw him away. (laughs) See you later, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And... We share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen.